Welcome to a special edition of Get Online from Great Plains Idea. I'm your host, Katherine Hart, and today's episode is airing in conjunction with our annual conference. Each year during the annual conference, our team at the Lead Institution provides an update on some of the projects we've been working on. Because our 2021 conference is virtual, and because nobody wants to spend another second in a Zoom meeting, our team is providing this year's update in the form of a podcast. We hope you'll use these next 14 or so minutes to step away from the computer while we provide a little entertainment and tell you what we've been up to. I'll turn it over to Great Plains Idea Executive Director, Chelsea Barbercheck to get us started. Thanks, Catherine. Welcome to all our listeners out there. For this year's Lead Institution Update, we'll hear from each member of the Great Plains Idea Management Team. For those of you who are new to the Alliance, the Lead Institution or Management Team is the administrative arm of the Alliance. We're responsible for the Alliance finances, uh, meeting logistics, communications, data, the GPIDEA.org website, amongst other things. Uh, we wanted to bring you a creative approach to this year's update in the form of a podcast to ease some of the Zoom fatigue and give everyone a break from the screen. So with that, let's dive right in to learning about the Alliance initiatives for the year. This year, we took our cue from the world around us and focused in on diversity, equity, and inclusion, or DEI. Our first stop on this journey was to develop a diversity and inclusion statement. We researched best practices prior to starting once we had a draft, we sought feedback from a diverse group of teams and individuals throughout the Alliance. Gathering these different perspectives was very helpful as we worked to revise our statement. We shared the final diversity and inclusion statement in the November issue of the Alliance Insider, as well as posted it on our website next to our mission and vision statements. This will now serve as our guide for future DEI initiatives and future work. And just in case you haven't had a chance to see our diversity and inclusion statement yet, I'll share it with you as well as share the link to the webpage in the show notes. The DEI statement reads, we believe diversity fuels an innovative culture. We believe an inclusive community is a critical component for meaningful engagement. We commit to creating an equitable educational experience where everyone feels empowered to be authentic and all voices are valued. Once we had this guide set up, we started sharing resources in the monthly newsletter, The Alliance Insider. These resources range from DEI personal interest and growth to resources specific for the online classroom and syllabi. If you've missed The Alliance Insider recently, fear not. We're housing these resources in the member portal under the resources and tools section. We've also had one-on-one -on -one conversations with diversity and inclusion staff at several of our member universities to learn what resources and support faculty, staff, and students are already receiving, and if there are any gaps that we can fill. We've learned about a number of good resources through having these conversations, and we hope to be able to share some of these with our members by offering professional development opportunities later in the year. Now, I'll turn it over to Amanda Burris to discuss the promotion of the Alliance. Hi everyone, I'm Amanda Burris and I'm excited to tell you about all of the places that we've been this year while going absolutely nowhere at all. That's right, we have been virtually together everywhere as so many conferences like to say. We took GPIDEA to DTNL, UPCEA, WCET, 
NACADA, better known as NACADA, and CAEL, or CAEL, the Council for Adult and Experiential Learning. Just covering the alphabet while spreading the word about the exciting work that we've been doing here at the Alliance. To start, Jennifer Jorgensen from Merchandising and I were virtually together at the DTNL conference to share about the Instructional Enhancement Initiative. From there, I traveled all the way over, virtually, to the EPSIA Regional Conference, along with Bronwyn Fees, Jim Deal, and Chelsea Barbercheck, where we discussed the evolution of the Alliance. It was really fun to look back on the history of the Alliance and get to share about how Great Plains Ideas started, how we've changed over the years, and a lot of the lessons that we have learned, because there's been a lot of them. This podcast has also helped connect us with new partners like Nakata, Kale, and WCET. We've learned so much through working on the podcast and have been really excited to have a way of sharing resources and lessons learned with new friends far and wide. You can even check out a piece that Catherine Harth wrote for WCT about our adventure into the world of podcasting. It's posted on the Great Plains Idea LinkedIn page. So while we've been actively working to spread the word about the Alliance, other organizations and people have actually been taking notice all on their own. Great Plains Idea was featured in two articles, one from Ed Surge and one from Inside Higher Ed. If you want to check those out, they're also on LinkedIn. So as you can see, we really managed to be a lot of places this year without being anywhere other than our home offices. So with that, let's hear from Catherine Harth with an SEO audit update. This is Catherine Hart joining you from the newsroom at Great Plains Idea. I'm here with Mark Cunningham from Carnegie Dartlet, who's going to shed some light on our recent SEO audit and explain what's happening next. Welcome, Mark. Thanks so much for having me, Catherine. So, Mark, I'm going to drop the news anchor bit and talk like a normal person for our interview today. <laughs> Research tells us that a majority of adult learners use an online search as their first resource when thinking about going back to school. With that in mind, we know our websites need to be top notch. That's why we partnered with you and Carnegie Dartlet to conduct SEO audits on a variety of websites and web pages. SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. Mark, will you tell our listeners what happens during an SEO audit? Yeah, happy to, and thanks again. For an SEO audit, we look at two primary things, one being the technical side and one being the content side. And that can come down to everything from some of the keyword activity on the site, some of the linkage and, and structure and architecture of the site. And so we evaluate all of that to see where there are rooms for improvement and performance. Um, and then on the other side of things, whenever we're doing any sort of audit or evaluation is to look at the content and experience as well. Looking at the way that content is presented on your site, the keywords that are a part of it, how users will experience that throughout any and all interactions is an important piece. And there's lots of ways that you can do improvements there to really make a difference. And I can say that the improvements that have been recommended for our website are really doing exactly what we wanted them to do. The web pages that have received content audits are being located by search engines at least double and sometimes quadruple the number of times as before this work started. Now, I want to be sure our listeners understand that this SEO audit we've been working on is not isolated just to the Great Plains Idea website. That was phase one, and we've already started phase two. Mark, will you share with our listeners what's happening now in phase two? 
there are some similar things that we're now taking approach-wise to the individual institution pages and program areas for the members of Great Plains Idea. It's certainly a unique dynamic in the sense that there is content within the Great Plains Idea website and program featured there, but there's also so much opportunity um, at all the individual institution pages. And that really benefits all, right? So it will help from a user experience standpoint. The programs themselves will now be carrying through to how they're impacted on the individual sites in addition to Great Plains Idea and then obviously uh, for the institutions themselves. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. Last question. You've been involved with a lot of different websites and audits. What's one thing that your clients often find surprising as you work to upgrade their content? One of the most significant things that stands out is that when it comes to SEO and both from a technical standpoint and from a content standpoint, the more content, the better. There's a lot of us that would make some assumptions that you want to strip the content down and be much more direct in what you're presenting to folks. But for the visitors themselves, they are in need of and hungry for uh, ensuring that they can get all of the information that they want to and many times uh, so that they don't have to pick up the phone and call. Right. But Google also loves that, too, from a keyword involvement standpoint, providing the true answers to the questions that are being asked on Google. So it's beneficial in both circumstances, the way that Google enjoys kind of the content being in the right way, as well as it being what the users are, are looking for in their experience. The more content, the better is probably one of the big, most significant areas where um, or folks we work with are surprised to hear that that's kind of the approach that's needing to be considered. I know I was, definitely. Mark, thanks for joining us, and we look forward to the continued improvements on our web pages. Thank you so much. Next, we'll hear from the newest member of the Great Plains Idea Management team, Morgan Jones. She's going to share some of the mental health initiatives we've been working on this year. Over to you, Morgan. Hi there, I'm Morgan Jones. And if you're tempted to stop listening, let me encourage you to namaste a bit longer to hear about what we at the lead institution have been doing to support mental health at Great Plains Idea. The first step we took this year was to survey member institutions in an effort to learn more about what mental health resources they offer to faculty, staff, and students, specifically those who engage in online learning. We use this information to identify where gaps might exist and consider what needs we might be able to fill through our own mental health initiatives. One of the needs identified was the desire for clarity on what to do if a member of the Alliance displayed concerning actions or behaviors. The answer was the creation of the Person of Concern policy which the cabinet approved this past November and was explained in the See Something, Say Something email you received in January. This new process provides guidance to faculty, staff, and students on what steps they should take if they're concerned about a member of the community. The policy has been added to both the policy and procedure manual and the student handbook for easy access. In a desire to meet the unique needs of Great Plains Idea students, additional mental health resources have also been added to the Student Success Center website including access to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Over the next year, the team at the LEAD Institution will continue to explore best practices in mental health care and provide professional development opportunities for the Alliance community. And finally, if you're looking to add a little zen in your own daily routine, check out our show notes for links to this week's Mindful Minute videos to get you started on your journey. Namaste. Ladies and gentlemen, an original poem by Amanda Binot. A Great Plains Idea Poem 
We are excited to welcome two new programs in. One is ECFP, the other is HTM. Now what's the one that ends with a P? It's Early Childhood Family Policy. The faculty are busy reviewing syllabi that will set the bar for future policymakers way up high. The program seeks directors and teachers to educate. Students will earn a certificate when they graduate. This program is one of a kind, really. Even EAB says it's a unique find. The field is new, the faculty are bright, early childhood family policy looks to be just right. But wait, there is one more, hospitality, tourism, and management for sure. Faculty members from nine institutions are developing master's degree solutions. They have been challenged to pivot. A cutting edge curriculum is just the ticket. Input from industry is being sought. That kind of advice cannot be bought. These two new programs will help us expand across more of the human sciences land. The faculty excitement is second to none. Watching them develop is sure to be fun. Stay tuned for more updates to come because two new programs is better than one. And there you have it. Not only is our team hardworking, as you can see, we're also fun and creative. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, get online.